Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. When we feel like God is silent, we assume that He's not speaking to us. But what if He is speaking? We are just not in a position to hear. In today's episode, I want to share with you some of the common reasons you are not hearing from God and how to overcome each one. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real-life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christine Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I have the honor of encouraging, equipping, and empowering women all over the world in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. And I want to remind you that we have an upcoming Bible study called Crazy or Called, where we will be studying the lives of 10 faithful men and women in the Bible to learn how we can clearly discover God's purpose on our lives and confidently answer his call on our lives. You can learn more about that at belovedwomen.org. But for today, I want to talk about reasons why we cannot hear from God. So the issue here isn't that God is silent. I have an entire episode for you on the podcast. Check it out about what to do when you feel like God is silent. But there are certain times where God is speaking, but we are just not in a position to hear him. And so I want to talk about what are some of those positions that we put ourselves in that prevent us from being able to actually hear from the Lord and how we can overcome those challenges and ensure that we don't place ourselves in those situations so that we can actually have a two-way conversation with God that is the definition of prayer where we are praying to Him, but we're also receiving words from Him and we can actually hear from Him as well. And so the first reason why you may not be hearing from God is just simply you are not listening. You're not putting yourself in a position to hear from him. So you may make time to pray and list off your request, but you're not making time to be still and actually hear God's response because it takes time. And so we have to make space 
to hear from God in our lives, which leads to the second reason why you may not be hearing from God. And that is you don't have the space to listen to him because you're too busy or you're too distracted. And this actually reminds me of Elijah. I'm going to be using Elijah as a, for a lot of the examples in today's episode. But Elijah was a prophet of God. And at the time of his ministry, the Israelites had fallen away from following God and truly serving him alone. They were ruled by King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. And God passed judgment on the people and had Elijah go to King Ahab and say, hey, you know, there's about to be a drought in the land. And that was a punishment because they had fallen away from truly following God, their one true God. And God was trying to get their attention. And so... Elijah at one point becomes discouraged just in his ministry and trying to turn this entire nation's hearts back to God. And so he has this moment at Mount Hebron where God meets him. And it specifically says that, you know, there was a great wind and God was not in the wind. There was a great earthquake, but God was not in the earthquake. There was a great fire and God was not in the fire. And then the Bible says, and then there was this still small voice and that was God. And so it's so interesting to know that we often think of God's voice as being this thunderous booming voice that will immediately get our attention. But oftentimes God's speaking to us in this still small voice, which means we have to be still. If we are too busy, if we are too distracted, we are not making time and space to actually be able to hear from the Lord. You know what's interesting? I hear from the Lord personally the clearest right when I wake up in the morning. When it's quiet, nobody in my house is awake and I'm in that like half conscious state of like I'm I'm awake, but I'm still laying here in the bed. That's when I hear from God the loudest, the clearest, because I think God knows that that is when, you know, I don't have distractions in my mind or in my heart and he can really hear from me clearly then. And so I want you to think about that. When do you hear from God? The clearest? Is it when you're taking a walk? Is it uh, when you turn the music off on your commute to work and you just drive in silence? Figure out what that is and make more space for those situations so that you can position yourself to hear from the Lord. So this leads me to the next reason why you may not be hearing from God, and that is because you are not being patient. And so sometimes we can allow ourselves the space and the stillness to be able to hear from God. But that doesn't mean we're immediately going to hear from him. If we become impatient and we're like, oh, he's not speaking. Let me just get up and go and stop praying or stop listening. Then we can miss him. And again, this reminds me of Elijah. There was a time where the drought in the land was about to end. And Elijah knew this. And so he knelt down and he started to pray to God because they really needed this drought to end. And Elijah sent his servant to go look by the sea to make to to see if there was any sign of rain coming. 
And the servant went and he came back and there was no sign. And so Elijah continued to kneel and pray. And he sent his servant back and forth six times until the seventh time the servant came back and said, I see a cloud the size of a man's fist. And Elijah knew that God had answered his prayers and the drought was about to end. And that was God speaking to him and revealing to him, yes, I'm going to keep my promise. I'm going to end this drought. But it took going back over and over again to look for the sign. It took Elijah staying in position, staying in a position of prayer until he heard from the Lord. And so often, if we want to hear from the Lord, we have to ensure that we're not only in position to hear from him, but that we're actually staying in position to hear from him until we hear from him. Now, I'm not saying lock yourself into your prayer closet until you get a word from the Lord. You got things to do. But what I'm saying is pray without ceasing. And we have an entire episode on how to practically do that. Do not give up on hearing from the Lord, but be patient because patience will give you understanding. The next reason you might not be hearing from the Lord is that you're not praying with expectation and you're praying, but you don't expect to hear from God. And so if we're telling ourselves, oh, God's not going to, you know, talk back to me, he's not going to give me an answer, then we start looking for that. We expect not to hear from him. And so even though he might actually be speaking, our minds aren't positioned to Think, oh, wait, that was God speaking to me. We're not aligned to see and hear that, oh, that was a move of God because we don't expect it. We're not looking for it. And so, again, (laughs) this takes me back to Elijah. This time, Elijah is on Mount Carmen and he is confronting the Israelites and he's telling them, listen, you have to choose the Lord or these They were worshiping other God, another God called Baal. And so the Israelites at the time were kind of, they were double-minded. They were trying to do both. And Elijah was like, God's not having that. Y'all going to have to choose a side. And the Israelites didn't want to do that. They didn't know what to decide. They were indecisive. And so Elijah was like, fine, I'm going to call on the Lord God the true God, and then the prophets of Baal will call on Baal and whoever answers by fire will be considered the one true God. And the Israelites are like, cool, this sounds like a great contest to decide who deserves our affections. Let's do it. (laughs) So the prophets of Baal, they call on to their God. They scream, they cut themselves, they put on this entire show and nothing happens. And Elijah actually starts to mock them. And he's like, maybe he's asleep. But then when it's Elijah's turn to call on to the one true God who he knows actually hears our prayers and not just that, who actually responds to our prayers. It was like a three, two or three sentence prayer that Elijah prayed. And then God answered with this consuming fire. But Elijah expected 
to hear from God. He didn't have to put on this big show like the prophets of Baal. He didn't have to try so hard because he knew it wasn't up to him. He knew he served a faithful, real God who answers the prayers of his people. And that is the type of faith that we need to take into our prayers with an expectation that God will speak back to us. And so the Next way that you reason you might not be hearing from God then is that you're not investing in your fellowship with God. You're not investing in your relationship with God because in order to have that faith, that expectation type of faith to know when I pray, God is going to answer my prayer. You have had to walk with God to develop that type of faith. You have had to be in prayer consistently and hear from God consistently to develop that faith muscle to know that when I pray, God speaks back to me. I know that he's speaking to me. And that takes time. That takes time. And When I talk about being patient when it comes to hearing from God, not only patient with God, you want to be patient with yourself. Growing in your prayer life, as in growing anything, it takes time. All good things take time. So you want to be patient with yourself. If you're in a situation and you're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable praying and oh, I don't feel like I'm hearing from God or I know that if this is God or myself or what, that's okay. That is okay. Just keep praying. As long as you are consistent, you will get better. So be consistent in prayer. Be consistent in your fellowship with God and growing to know him more because the more that you know him, the more you'll be able to recognize his voice. And the last reason I want to share with you today that you might not be hearing from God is that you're afraid. You are afraid. You've closed your ears off to hear from God because you're afraid of what he might say. You don't want to hear the truth. And this is a heart issue because this comes to what do you believe about God? Do you believe that he is a good father? Because if you do, then you will position yourself to hear whatever it is that he wants to tell you, whatever it is that he's asking you to do. The Bible tells us God did not give us a spirit of fear, but fear can interrupt our prayer lives and our ability to hear from God, especially if we're afraid of God. But the Bible says that it's God's perfect love for us that cast out fear. So we have to choose. Do I want to pray in fear and timidity or do I want to pray in faith and boldness that the God I'm praying to loves me fiercely, so much so that he sent his only son to die for my sins, that if he would go that far, I can trust him with my request. And even more, I can trust not only that he will answer, but even how he will answer when I pray. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. As a gift, be sure to download my free five-day prayer guide and take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear and connect with God. You may find all links in today's show notes. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer, so I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathe 
craving, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and join our free online Bible study, Crazy or Called. You can learn more about that at BelovedWomen.org. And be sure to join me in the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to grow your faith, learn God's word, and encourage your soul. Available now in the Apple and Google Play stores or at BelovedWomen.tv. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.